Welcome back to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. You, another... went, you went with a new one that time. <laughs> is that because we have guests? Uh, well, we have the live audience, so it's got me feeling good. Uh, another movie night pick for you on this movie Monday. Uh, Ronnie, why are we here? Uh, we're here because people waste so much of their lives. How much time? Uh, roughly 115, probably 14.5 if I were to guess, but we round up to make it sound even worse. 115 hours of their life looking for a movie to watch. That's insane. Insanity. But we are saving people that time because we're just saying, hey, stop doing that. Listen to our podcast. Only our podcast. Only our podcast. No, none others. There's really barely any good ones out there anyway. <laughs> Who... Yeah, nobody's making good podcasts. And you listen to ours and you watch the movie to save that time. And uh, if I were to give you that time back to your life, what yes. would you do? Uh, oh, actually, I have a good answer this week. Um, so I was. I was <laughs> it's good because you need to step it up. I'm the ready. last few times. I'm so were ready. Pretty bad. I think you'll feel like I stepped it up this time. Uh, I was listening to our most recent episode where we had Lyndon come on. We did top 10 faded movie stars, which we did get a lot of feedback on. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll touch back later in this episode about that, right? Okay. But. I noticed something, Rodney, that you uh, seem to make a very emphatic point about one thing in particular. So mm. what I would do with an extra 115 hours, I'm going to borrow some of mine and your extra time and, and use it right now. I want to play something for you. Just an observation. Okay. All right. So at number 10, I don't know why I got selected to pick Twilight. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. Uh, Lyndon, have you seen them all? And I have seen them all. So, but what I will say is, so one, I've seen all of these. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was it me or you guys who had seen all of the Twilight movies? Do you want just, me to respond to that? I'm just curious. Have you seen all these movies? Listen, I know, I know you get to edit it and you get to take creative license. Uh, but the idea of taking uh, 18 hours worth of time that we talked. Oh, Rodney, before you go any and further. And putting it all at once. Before you say anything else, yeah. I, I do want to say I was listening further. I found like a bonus track, like a B-side uh-huh. to, to the disc um, that I don't know if you, if you heard this. I don't know if you heard this from last week's episode, but, uh, but here it is. I have seen trees of green. Twilight. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. I have seen <laughs> What is it? But what I will say is, so one, I've seen all of these. What a wonderful world. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. <laughs> I have seen... <laughs> I don't know why I got selected to pick Twilight. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. <laughs> uh, Lyndon, have you seen them all? <laughs> and I think to myself... I don't know why I got selected to pick Twilight. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. But what I will say is, so one, I've seen all of these. And so one, I've seen all of these. And I have seen... It's so bad. 
Uh, Lyndon, have you seen them all? And I have seen. <laughs> Stupid. I have seen. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. Uh, Lyndon, have you seen them all? I don't know why I got selected to pick Twilight. It might be because I saw them all in theaters. And have you seen them all? What a wonderful Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was it me or you guys who had seen all of the Twilight movies? Thank you. Case in point. So, one, I've seen all of these. <laughs> Chet, you not only just took up I'm just all of curious your... You, you spent at least Twilight double... Just, just be honest. You spent at least mm, 230 hours putting that together. I mean, I told you it was the B-track. I just happened to find it when I was listening. <laughs> you stumbled across it? You think I said all those things? That was all from you. Louis I... Armstrong? Is that who sings that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified because I. Who sings that song? Oh, that was Louis Nat King. Oh, good. I, I okay. I'm just saying Nat King Cole. I'm just slightly curious as to why you thought for a second that Lyndon and I didn't understand that you had seen the Twilight movies, or why that was something you needed to make sure we all got. Oh, so you, what you're saying is that you're not making it sound like I said it more times than I actually did. <laughs> I think I counted. It was upward of thirty times. You said it. <laughs> I. I mean. But have you seen them all? Because I feel like you didn't keep that answer in. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. Well, Rodney, I did all the work I could do for this episode. So i yeah. have to let you take this one home. I'll do my best. I feel like you, you invested so much time, it almost feels like an attack. Like a no, full frontal attack. Not an attack. By no means was it an attack. I was just it's just an observation. It's you know a question. Listen, tomorrow morning I'm just gonna get on a plane and go somewhere. Well, I know you're going on a trip tomorrow if that's what you're talking about. What's the movie of the week? The movie of the week, speaking of destinations, oh, is predestination. Okay. And uh so this is a drama mystery sci fi movie. It is a sci-fi movie, which I'm not typically a fan of, but this one was great. It's an hour and thirty seven minutes. Uh you can find it on Amazon Prime. Uh, it has Ethan Hawke, Sarah Snook, and Noah Taylor. Noah and Taylor is the dude who chopped Jamie Lannister's arm off in Game of Thrones. Now, right. I hope yeah, yeah. that's not a spoiler for anybody, but you know what? At this time, I'm just shooting from the hip. Oh, not on this movie. I was like, why would anything that happened to Jamie also, Lannister be a spoiler in this movie? Can we talk about the idea of someone being spoiled by anything of Game of Thrones? Like, at this point, that particular scene, that's that's years ago. It's on you if you've gotten anything like that spoiled. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I interrupted. Well, keep going. And finally, uh, the director of this movie was actually the Michael and Peter Spierig brothers. Yep, yep. So the, my, the Spierig brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what else they've done? Uh, recently, they did Jigsaw, the, yeah. new, the new Jigsaw movie, which yep. is, gosh, talk about like a, a franchise with too many sequels. That's, that's the one. Saw? What is yeah. it? Like Saw? Th- is this like the 12th? Anyway, not the point. Predestination. Let me tell you what it's about. Uh, Ethan Hawke is obviously the top build actor here but this is a movie that before we say anything about it's it's an hour and 37 minutes it's really short it's based yep. off of a short story so yep. don't think that this is a huge time commitment it's not no. 
but you absolutely have to put yeah. your phone away. It's a focus commitment. You have commitment. to watch this movie it's through a, and through. It's a focus commitment. Can't miss a scene because if you do, it's going to end and you're going to kind of be lost. So yeah. this is a movie that is uh, deals with time travel. Um, but I've thought, I've given a lot of thought to this. And I think it's one that does so without any real uh, inconsistencies or really loopholes. It's It really does a good job of being consistent with its own rules of time travel. Um, but it's about... Uh, Ethan Hawke in this conversation he's having with uh, Sarah Snook's character in a bar. And as that conversation is developing, you're learning more and more that Ethan Hawke is this like this agent that works for this um, government organization that travels back and forth in time to try to stop crime before it takes place. Yeah. Similar to, I think, Minority Report in the 2000s with Tom Cruise. That was, yeah. that was that kind of idea of stopping crime right. before it happens. The idea of knowing that something's going to happen and then being able to intercede. Exactly. Thank you. So I can't say a lot because the, the, the story picks up very quickly and it's one that, you know, you, you, you're going to have a lot of questions really quickly, but I will say that this movie answers all the questions. It doesn't leave you asking at the end, wait, what? Like it's not ambiguous. It's surprising. There's two twists at the end, one and then a second, obviously, yeah. that really is going to blow your mind. But it's it it's done in a way where there's closure as well. Right. So I can't give you too much other than to say this is a great movie night, worth your pick. It deals with time travel in a way that I think is pretty great. Yeah. And it's really just centered on two characters that throughout the film are having this ongoing conversation, but kind of in different periods of time. And uh, as the viewer, you're picking up more and more on this story and how all the different scenes you're, you're watching actually intertwine with one another. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, you might, it might end and you'll say, wait, what? But you mostly it's just going to be something that you're probably going to try and piece all of the information back together. Right. And... It doesn't leave cliffhangers. Right. It tells you it's very straightforward with the yep. ending. And so if I were to say. But it's mind blowing. Yeah. Right. I, I think for me, you know why i would recommend it too is i do think that it's a it's a fun conversation movie afterwards i mean you and i kind of batted it back and forth like mm-hmm. wait you know what exactly happened like yeah. you know talking about the details of the movie um for for a while afterwards because it was uh it's it's clever but it's interesting and and well told well acted um not a ton of characters or not you know not so much going on just mostly the way the story unfolds, you do have to pay attention because there's kind yes. of quick turn of events that happen. Absolutely. What did you give this? Uh, so I gave this movie an eight. I did too. It's a high eight, no doubt, it, but it's easily an eight for sure. So we're right in line, uh, maybe even a little higher. Uh, current IMDb rating right now is 7.5. Um, 7.5, but, great IMDb score. Oh, yeah. Really good IMDb score. Especially for this because I, you know, it, it's one, again, that, even though it's short, you do kind of have to pay attention. Um, I know I'm going to say this and you're going to be annoyed. It has a memento feel to some degree, right? Because yeah, of the way, yeah. you know, no, the way right. that the, the story is kind of bouncing back and forth and you're mm-hmm. trying to follow and piece it together, like what exactly it means. Um, so fans like it. Your amateurs like it. Mm-hmm. Professionals. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Lows entirely. I like you a lot. Well, before I tell you the best and worst review, like we always do, we want to hear what the professionals have to say, no doubt. But altogether, what was the Rotten Tomato score that the pros gave it? So as a collective, they said it's an 84%. Okay, so 7.5 on IMDb, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Give this one a try. Yep. 
An hour I, and thirty-seven minutes of your time, you can focus in and, and have a great movie night. You know who? You know who finds? So I just listened to a, a long interview uh, with Mark Duplass today. Okay, nice. And uh, to him, he said, like, you know, whenever he makes something, like eighty-five is like to him that's a perfect eighty-five percent score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the eighty-four percent here, so just shy of Mark Duplass is perfect. Yeah, yeah. He just basically was talking about how you know his strategy about a lot of the stuff that he works on and, and makes and. Um, that he wants to make it quickly and uh you know if he goes and sees that he'll like he basically said like i don't labor over like what people are saying about something like mm-hmm. he doesn't go crazy on it but that he will take a ch- he'll take a look after it's been out for a little while see what it is and if it's you know 85 percent or so then he feels pretty good so the best review actually let's start with the worst review so we can uh end on a more positive note the worst review came from the playlist so like rodney said 84 percent of of um of professionals love this movie or gave it a, a positive score. So the playlist is certainly in the minority here when they say that there are so many interesting ideas and concepts that could have been spun from this framework. Instead, it's the work of a bunch of filmmakers who seemingly wanted to offer uh, a WTF worthy twist ending and tried to reverse engineer a movie from it. So like the idea that it was really about the ending and then they're like, okay, we know we have this really cool ending. Let's figure out a story backtracking. I don't think that's a fair take because this movie's based on a short story that was just before the movie. So dang it, you they weren't coming up with anything. You stole my thunder. It It wasn't filmmakers coming up with a twist. They read the twist and said, "This would make a great movie." Yeah, the playlist needs to do a little bit more homework. I think. Yeah. Best review came from the Chicago Sun Times. It says a meticulously crafted, sparse but beautifully photographed full-length feature film with a strong work from a reliable veteran and a breakout performance from an actor you might not have heard of before. That's actually a great point because Ethan Hawke, I think, is a great. I love Ethan Hawke. I like really in, in so many movies I've seen him in. I think he's yeah. fantastic. It's a great breakout performance for him, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's the point. Yeah, I feel like he anchors the movie. Yeah, he definitely does. He brings like a cachet to it that made me want to watch it in the first place. But is it Sarah Snook? Sarah Snook. She was great in it too, and she plays in different time different timelines of the movie plays both a woman and a man so i guess yeah. maybe we should have said that sooner but i don't know how much of that would be a spoiler but she plays yeah. both a woman and a man in this movie and does so great yeah it, well it gets revealed pretty early so yeah so all that to say great movie night pick yep uh i definitely think it's worth your time and you know what what i, I really like about this is that you're probably not going to see this you know promoted many places um Amazon Prime, you know, you have to kind of dig for it, but it's, you know, these are the movies that we love to bring to you because, you know, you might have missed them. They're gems that you might miss while you're flipping tile to tile to tile looking for the movie to watch that night. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, our description of this one is probably shorter just because there's so much that's intertwined. uh, But I think we've hit all the important parts and now you should just go see it because you will not be disappointed. So Rodney, so it deals with, uh, deals with time travel. Okay, so the the brick line tonight of I Love Lamp doesn't quite work because uh, usually we talk about like movies within a genre that we love or movies within a specific actor that we love. In this case, though, the question that we asked the, the listeners was, would you rather meet your future self or your past self? Do you really love the lamp or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. So, Rodney, what do you want to do? You want to you want to give your answer? Or do you want me to read the listeners first? I 100% know my answer, so go okay. ahead with the listeners. All right. So, uh, so Paul in Kansas City says, uh, so the question, again, would you rather meet your 
your past self and talk with your past self or talk with your future self. So Paul in Kansas City says, either way may be hard, but in the words of the scientist Doc from Back to the Future, Marty, no one should know too much about their destiny. Is that a good? Is that a good? good. That's pretty good. Yeah. 85% Mark Duplass, perfect score. Yeah, you're 85. Alex in Texas just asks the question, does the conversation with my past self develop my present self into the person I desire to be in the future? So it didn't really give an answer, but spun a question right back at us. Yeah, well, it is a good... Do you have an answer for that? Or is that overanalyzing it? No, I think the nature of the question is that you do get to have a conversation that if the future self came to you and told you information, you would most likely act accordingly, right? So the thought would then be you can probably have that same type of conversation with your past self. Okay. But then if you had the conversation with your past self, then presumably, and you, you, you gave that person advice, then potentially all of a sudden your reality is a hundred percent different. I guess that's the, that's the risk you run, right? Or the, or the reward you're shooting for. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of implications. So that's the question. Would you rather affect your presence by talking to your past self or have your next steps affected by talking to your future self? Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, from Checked Out in Jersey, he says he'd like to talk to his past self. Kilt Mark, who we met through Checked Out in Jersey, says, uh, past, um, accompanied with a slap upside the head. Uh, plus, if I chose to converse with my past self, I also get to converse with my future self. I guess that's fair. I guess that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can't you say that? You could say that either way. Justin from Virginia, that's Zanger from the Zang This Podcast, said future self because future Zanger has seen Star Wars The Last Jedi. Exactly what I'm thinking. Avid fan. Yeah, there. me too. Um, Michael from Rhode Island says past self and that he'd tell himself to invest in bitcoins. And then Ben from New Hampshire says what we just said. Both answers are the same thing. If you choose past or future, it's still a future version of you talking to a past version of you. Okay, but don't overthink it. Just answer the question. Would you like to, Roddy, I'm going to ask you, would you like to talk to your past self or your future self? Um, you know, I, I think this one's a no-brainer for me. I would say I want to talk to my future self because that, to me, is a person with more wisdom than I have. Okay. And so I think the reality is, like, if I'm the one opting to talk to that person, I get to just know, hey, this is this is my reality now. And I don't need to change anything. I'm not necessarily even saying I want to change anything. So I feel like it's just an interesting conversation with the future version of yourself. And if that person wants to make recommendations or suggestions, it's basically the exact same conversation, except you don't have to deal with the freak out possibility that you're giving advice to a younger version. And then your very next moment when you're done is completely different and altered. Because that to me, I think, would be mind shattering. I, my answer is I, I want to talk to past self because if I met past self, it would, I'd probably want to punch past Chet. I want to punch, punch him on the head for, for a number of reasons. I mean, mm. not that I have tremendous, all these, you know, major dramatic regrets, but certain things I just want to go back and punch past Chet in the head. Interesting. Um, so I'm assuming that future Chet wants to punch me in the head for something. Mm. And so I'm just going to avoid the punch and instead go to past self and potentially give it a punch yeah what what does it say then about me that i would say past me was a better version of me than present me so i feel like past me should probably punch present me in the face can i tell you a story about past you that i'm not sure you know boy why i feel like if do we have some kind of like 
I remember we Paul were the uh, cop situation. <laughs> we were on some trip, and I don't quite remember what it was, but it was like a I don't know, like a, one of our like sports trips. I don't know, but one of the teams we were on or something. And uh, and I remember we stopped at a rest stop, and we went into this bathroom, and I remember seeing you uh, go into a stall, and you had. Per, per usual, you had flip-flops on and shorts. That was like your your thing, right? You all the time wore flip-flops and shorts back mm-hmm. then. I remember you going into the stall, and I thought, and I was probably 14, 15, and uh, at the time, a 14, 15-year-old Chet thought it'd be hilarious to throw water over the stall onto you while you were doing what you were doing inside yeah. the stall. And so I went to do so. Um, I poured water over the stall onto you, and, uh, and you didn't complain. And I was thinking like, well, that's weird. Now I kind of feel bad. He just kind of silently took it. He just got water on his head and just didn't like didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I remember walk. I like walked out of the bathroom and then I saw you outside the bathroom, and I thought, "Oh, that was not Rodney inside that <laughs> stall." And to this day, I don't know who that person was. And they just got water dumped on them and didn't <laughs> say a word. And I walked out and saw you, and and you were just ordering a coffee or something. And I I don't think I told you or anyone else that story. So. uh to be fair, that is probably how I'd react, just out of sheer stubbornness. But <laughs> credit to the person who was in the stall with the shorts and the flip-flops, because maybe we're talking a predestination different version of me or something. <laughs> it's very true. You know what I mean? It's very possible. Could it be me and me? Maybe there's another me floating around somewhere. It's very possible. Do you think time travel is possible? Um, I know for a fact that uh, time is can be experienced differently the faster you go the slower time you, the slower you experience time I documented fact i'm not sure i want to have you explain that to me i think i'd rather look it yeah. up myself Did, but the next question that was my uh science fair uh it was a you get very a very big i absolutely did best in show nice. multiple places oh, there you go yeah so, uh follow-up yep. question though do you think we've met a time traveler before um no i don't really I don't think I, I believe in the idea of being able to travel back and forth, but I do believe that, I mean, I it's a documented scientific fact that you can experience time, like, indifferently than you. So if you were to go close to the speed of light and then come backward, like probably in the movie Interstellar, mm-hmm. you're not tr- time traveling necessarily, but you, c- you could come back if you had been traveling that quickly, mm. uh, and you would come back and I would have experienced time significantly more quickly you would come back and you'd roughly be your same age and i would be significantly older interesting yep so there was a twins born last week when daylight savings switched over yep and one twin was born at like 1 15 a.m or whatever it was 12 15 a.m yeah and then daylight savings happened and the second twin was born but at a earlier time technically because the hour had switched back so the twin born at the earlier time is documented as the older twin despite the fact that it came out of its mom uh after the first twin i don't like that phrasing isn't that crazy also i feel like that hospital being a little rigid with the time travel (laughs) with the time with it with the time switch like uh, no we 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 gotta follow by the rules the clock switched over what do you want me to do what do you want me to do what do you want me to do yeah it's older but younger I, we may have to incinerate the child. I don't. I don't really know what to <laughs> oh, do. That took a weird turn. <laughs> Speaking of time, uh, we aim to save you time by giving you a movie night pick, but we also think it's a value to tell you movies to avoid because, believe it or not, we watch a lot of movies, a lot more than we probably should, uh, and a lot of them are not worth your time. We find. Um, now we're not just looking for movies that suck. I mean, we don't need to tell you if a movie's bad, you're going to know. We're looking for movies that other websites or even Netflix itself or Amazon would be promoting as 
being one that, that they're saying is worth your time. And we're going ahead and telling you to skip on past. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. Uh, and this week is, uh, is the movie Tallulah. Uh, from Netflix. It's yep. a Netflix original. We mentioned it when we talked about our, our top 10 faded stars because Ellen Page came yep. up, right? And uh, she is the main character in this. This um, was one of the first Netflix originals that I remember. So it, it came out a while ago. Yes, it did. Um, but one of the very first that I remember like seeing commercials and being promoted and, and thinking to myself like, oh, weird. They're like making movies with like recognizable stars. I'm going to tell you as much as I love Ellen Page and it is a relatively interesting story. I'm not going to get into telling you the story because that's not really why we're here. But for the most part, I'm just telling you that the characters in the movie repeatedly make decisions that just simply don't make sense and not in the way where you're supposed to be like, they're not trying the movie, the creators of the movie aren't trying to frustrate you with the characters. Like it's not, it's not like a comedy where they're just making these, you know, all these erroneous decisions. Hairbrained. It's, it's almost like they're showing us these characters making these decisions and it's supposed to be like a reasonable, believable thing for them to do so that the story can progress and it just doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work at all. So it's an okay movie. It's it's fine. I, I don't regret watching it, but I definitely couldn't recommend it. I'd say probably you'd probably skip on past Tallulah okay. as a Netflix original. I guess I'll skip it. So, Ronnie, why don't you tell us about uh, about our boys over at Checked Out in Jersey? Our boys. Uh, so, you can hear us every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live. Indeed. Um, you can also hear us on the podcast that, uh, that they then produce afterwards. It's called Checked Out in Jersey. Um, and on that, we get to talk about our movie pick. Um, we get to listen to Matt and Pete, uh, particularly Matt Burp. And Repeatedly. Uh, usually he likes to try and take me off my game and I would like to say that I'm getting better. I'm, I'm yeah. becoming a man as we speak. Well, oh boy. Well, we, we love, I don't want to explain what's going on, but yeah. I'm just telling you that's, that's what's happening. Yeah. Well, I'm no longer giggling every time I hear a burp. I don't. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely lost it last, uh, last time I was on the show when he burped for some reason, I couldn't, I couldn't control myself i just seriously could not stop laughing but uh we go on there we give them the movie pick we get to hear what they thought of our, our pick from the week before um and we genuinely love that so why don't you uh, go ahead and check out uh check out in jersey either thursday on facebook live or as rodney said it comes out as a podcast as well check it out in jersey i told you not to give details yeah well you're the one who gave me the details all right rodney this is uh this is like the spoilers that keep unraveling more spoilers. It's hard to talk about this and spoil anything without basically spoiling the whole deal. So there's there's two distinct twists. Uh, one being that Sarah Snook's character, um, this person who she, this man that she knows who ruined her life, like as a woman. And if you by now someone's probably seen the movie, which is why they're listening to this, so we don't need to rehash mm-hmm. the whole story. But basically, we find out that she is the man who yep. ruined her life. That yep. she she goes. She's both. You know, she's both and. Yeah. Then the the further twist is that she's also her own baby. So she, as a man and she as a woman, had a baby together and ended up being her, her being her as a baby. And yeah. then and then we find out further that Ethan Hawke is also her as a more uh, more grown man, more aged, and version also of the man. had the burning accident. Right, so different face, facial reconstruction. And then we find out that then Ethan Hawke is also the fizzle bomber who's been like this villain being talked yep. about. This. So the baby is 
the woman is the man is Ethan Hawke is the fizzle bomber. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. There's a, there's a chance that if I had heard this first, I'd be like, that's annoying. No yeah. chance. I'm going to no, watch But that. it was so well done. No, no, it was really well done. Um, you know, and I, I don't really think, you know, outside of, I guess the, the one presumption that you could probably argue or be annoyed with in this movie is like the, the, sci- the sci-fi element really is like, Oh, well, this woman had a fully operating male and female track, which is kind of like, okay. So that obviously is not actually how real life works. But if you are going to allow that to happen, if you're going to allow that as something as a possibility, then this movie makes a lot of sense where somebody could go from being right. fully woman to then fully male, but also operate both ways. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. I thought the more I thought about it, the more I asked questions, the more I voiced my thoughts to Rodney, the more the movie made sense to me. And, you know, all, all things put together, I, I think I came to the conclusion that the director of that agency needed the fizzle bomber to exist so that his agency would have reason to exist. Yeah. So we had to create this this cycle that would always result in the fizzle bomber existing, um, independent of anything else. Yeah. So that it would never be the course would never be corrected, the course would never be shifted. It would always exist, so that his agency could exist. And right. so we kind of started this whole thing and ended up, you know, Ethan Hawke's character, however you want to describe the character, continues to exist, to continue to exist, continues to exist. Um, really fascinating. Yeah, I think, I mean, in summary, I would say it's it's another great example of movies that are out there to be found right. that are really worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, really quality movies, really quality acting, really quality stories that might not jump out at you and that hopefully this podcast is saving you that time because I think to know that this was on there, to be really highly rated and regarded, but a movie that a lot of people... You know, you say it and a lot of people are like, nope, don't really know what you're talking about. Right. Haven't really heard of you, you know, haven't heard of it. And it's not like, you know, it's what? It was 2014. So three years ago, I hadn't yeah. heard of it until we found it. Right. Uh, which, you know, again, one of the listeners told us about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, keep that going. Let's get this community of people saving other other people time to find these great movies. That's what we're all about. That's what our listeners are doing to help us. And I think it's fantastic. So uh, unless we're forgetting anything over there is Rodney. The uh, the man who has seen all the Twilight movies. Over there is Chet, the man who spent way too much time saying that I have seen all the Twilight movies because I am not embarrassed about it. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at Down the Hall Guys. You can email us if you wish, downthehallpodcast at gmail.com. But we recommend you go to our website, downthehallpodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Give us a movie to watch. And we'll take it from there. Way to squeeze that in as if you didn't almost forget to say it. We'll see you next time. Yeah.